introduce to y'all. We are here to introduce. I'm here to introduce. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Comedy Connects. <laughs> welcome to Comedy Connects. I'm Jenny Soldner. I'm Mike Shampo. And today we have two comedians with us, Mitchell Lee. Hello, hello. And Caleb Robertson. Hello, hello. How you guys doing? I'm all right. How are you? Good. So you want to start with the awkward, like, tell us a little bit about yourselves, how long you've been doing comedy? Yeah. yeah. Um, me, personally, I've been doing comedy on and off since, like, late 2018, early 2019. Um, I used to live, like, five minutes from Skyline, and when I moved back to Green Bay, I thought I was going to keep doing it, but then, like, between work, mm-hmm. me being lazy, it's kind of, <laughs> like, cut out a little bit. A comic being lazy? I've never heard of yeah, such that, a thing. Yeah, that, that <laughs> word comes up every once in a while. <laughs> what about you, Mitchell? And uh, I think it was summer of 2019 I started, and I've always tried to have done at least one mic a week since then with some relative success in there, but I think I've more than not hit that mark pretty successfully ever since then. Mm-hmm. Was that like an immediate goal you set for yourself when you started doing it? not entirely it was just um i enjoyed doing it right away and i felt at least either from early like you have more confidence in the beginning because you don't know that much about it (laughs) and uh, like i i had that it was a mixture of that or just seeing just random no names bomb that i was like well i'm not doing that so at least i'm doing a little bit better uh and so i was like i liked it to start and then um yeah, I just like started making friends with the people around, so it, it became more of a habit and a tradition to go to mics every week. Yep. Do you find that it's difficult to set goals as a comedian? What do you mean by set goals? Well, like Jenny asked, you know, was that a goal of yours early on? Like now what, that you've been doing it for a few years, what do you do to keep yourself in the game, moving forward, progressing? What kind of goal setting do you do? Uh, it, at, at first it was just like, my first ever goal was just make any money doing it just because, like, I mean, I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to do it full time. I'd like to, but I just, like, if I, in my mind, I was like, if I make money doing it, I can, like, show it to my parents and be like, hey, this is viable. Like, I don't know if this, how sustainable it is, but it is viable that I can make money from this. And I've hit that goal, and now my goal is just you know, keep doing it, get better, and just, yeah, just do better every day, basically. Caleb, do you ever want to do this as a full-time thing? Actually, that's the only reason I started. Really? Um, yeah. No, I had this problem when I was uh, in high school. Where every time I tell somebody what my dream was, they would like shit on it. So. Um, oh, that's <laughs> nice of them. Yeah. I'm gonna show you. All right. Like my dreams were never like the usual. Like I never wanted to be a doctor. Um, I never wanted like I want my first thing I wanted to be was a blacksmith. Oh, and cool. cool. Then I wanted to be a glass blower. And the amount of people that wish it on you if you tell you want to be a blacksmith or a glass blower <laughs> as your full time job is horrendous. But both of those things have got a lot more validity because of like Discovery Channel and stuff like that. Because yeah. like you've got uh, you've got the one that where they make the knives and swords and stuff. Um, Forge and fire. Forge and fire. Yeah. And I've seen glass blowing shows as well. Yeah. Usually they're like a one episode thing, but it's still like so cool. Yeah, like you yeah. Can, you 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 create amazing looking things doing this. So. For high school kids, of course, they're going to shit on it because they're stupid and they don't know anything. 
so you tell them this, but then it's like, but I like this. I think it's cool. Adults are like sweet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. So actually, nothing but adults shitted on me. Really? Oh, like, really? Everybody in my well, because like, adults yeah, like cool. you know you can't have dreams because they're working shitty jobs. Yeah, so they don't want you to have a dream. <laughs> so oh, oh I mean, it's cute, kid. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, it'd be a great hobby. I got yeah. that one a lot. That was my favorite one. It'd be a great hobby. Um, but I never told anybody that I wanted to do comedy. But, like, it was, like, always in the back of my mind. And, uh, actually, my first ever comedy show didn't even go to an open mic. was uh, at my high school talent show my senior year. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, I killed it. <laughs> 10 out of 10 killed it. Whole crowd roaring laughter. And it made the time I bombed so much worse. So <laughs> <laughs> Your first bomb is so much worse after you taste the success. Yeah. It's yeah. a little difficult if the first one goes well. Because yeah. well, then it's, now I got to do this again. So would you just hope, like, are you wishing for other brand new comedians for their first time up there that they bomb just so that they can, you know, not have their dreams dashed later? Yeah. No, I've told so many new comedians. I like get up on stage like, this is my first time. They bomb. And after the show, I always go out to them like, yeah, man, you did great. And I was like, nah, man, no one really like laughed. I'm like, trust me, it's a lot easier to bomb your first time than to bomb your third time. Because mm-hmm. your third time, you're like hoping and praying. Oh, this is, this is normal. And like, like, ah. See, if I got up there and bombed on my first time, though, I'd be like, I am never doing this again. <laughs> yeah, there's a real good chance if that first night didn't go well, I was not coming back. Yeah. It was a real good chance. Right, but, I, I probably didn't do well my first time either, but like, I, it's hard to remember the distinct minutia of a mic two and a half years ago, but mm. it was like, I got enough laughs where I was like, oh, maybe I, I can do something with this. So it was just... I was I didn't know exactly what reaction I was looking for, but I was like, any reaction is something. Because that's what it is. Mics are all about feedback. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if it goes poorly. That's still feedback you can use. Yeah, um, but you don't know that your first time. No, you don't. Well, your I, first time, I, you just think, I, I that's suck. That's a growth mindset. Well, well, I'm remembering now, I did stack the deck a little bit because I brought a bunch of my friends there. Oh. So I, That's okay. I unlocked that memory. See, I'm the exact opposite because I haven't gone on stage yet, and I'd be like, I don't want anybody I know in the <laughs> audience so that if I suck, I can just walk away as if nothing ever happened. <laughs> Ironically, I perform so much better when there's somebody that I know in the crowd. Really? Yeah, because like, if I run out of material, I can just like, look at them, like riff off of like interactions or something about them. Like, that's relatable to everybody, but, like, if no one I know is in the crowd, I'm like, I don't know you people. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh. Makes it a lot easier to bomb for me. Right. You want to have the uh, the ability to comfortably crowd work if you need to. Yeah. Yeah. So having somebody there, that makes sense. Caleb's got plants in the audience. Absolutely. <laughs> hey. Hey, you wouldn't be the first. You wouldn't be the first. <laughs> hey, buddy, I'll give you $10 if you just, like, laugh at this joke and I can riff on that. All right, man, Please. I'll buy you two drinks and I'll pay for your ticket to get in. Right. Some <laughs> Someone last night at the Skyline... Mike in Appleton, Wisconsin, because we always have to say where it is because we forget that people aren't from Wisconsin listening. Anyway. What's up, Oklahoma? Oh, yeah, that's right. It's a national brand. Oh, we're wow. global, actually. <sighs> yeah. Really? At this point, we're yeah. a global podcast. I'm yeah. talking Skyline. So, oh, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that. Skyline's like a whole brand. I, yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. I, I keep forgetting about that. But they're called that. different things. There's like Spokane. Yeah. And, like Brick I think town. that's the only one called Skyline. Yeah. yeah. Everything but, else has a location specific name. Yeah. Skyline's the only branded name. Except oh. for the chili, which if you search up Skyline, you get chili a lot. Oh right. Skyline yeah. chili. Cincinnati oh, chili. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, someone at the mic last night was uh talking to said that they wanted to pay Jeremy Reedy 
to always be in yeah. the audience because he has such a distinct <laughs> laugh. Who was it that said that? I don't even remember. I cannot recall who yeah, said it, but, but they were right because Jeremy right, has yeah. a fantastic laugh oh, and he can be heard he's out no matter hire. where he sits. So he's out for hire for life. I want to be a paid heckler. Oh, can someone pay me to heckle dead. comedians? You suck! Um, yeah, there. Nate's, <laughs> Nate's already our paid heckler. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I can't imagine bombing your first time. I wonder how many people bomb their first time and still think, I'm going to try again. Like, you have to have a level of gumption that I do not. There's a blissful ignorance, too. Like, yeah, it, it maybe nobody actually sad. lets you know that it was that bad. You can be, you can fool yourself into thinking, like, I'll try again. I mean, yeah, if, if there was a new guy that came up, I would never, if they just bombed horrifically, I would never go dude. up to them afterwards and be like, hey, dude. <laughs> Not, no, a, not again. Not. <laughs> I would just be like, okay, hopefully they just never show up again. <laughs> that's, that's the only. And then if they showed up would next you, week, I would just be like, okay, let's strap in, boys. It would doesn't you outright cost... lie and be like, that was a great set. You should definitely try again. I would. I would just I'd ignore them. Ignore I would just them. steer okay. clear of them. I don't. Gotcha. I don't try to lie. I try to tell the truth to the best of my ability. So I'm like, you got good concepts, there, kid. Oh, you got yeah. good bones. <laughs> If Caleb Slap ever the hood of the car. This one will get you there, pal. <laughs> if Caleb ever compliments me, I'm going to be like oh, look, sorting through it with a fine tooth comb. Like, uh, what did he mean by that? As you should. <laughs> Trying to read between the lines. That's what I've learned throughout the years is how to compliment somebody in a way that like doesn't let me lie to them, which is my favorite part. Yep. So you're a sociopath. Is what you, are. <laughs> <laughs> you just manipulate people. On the record. There we go. You just describe manipulation so flowery. You're like, yeah, I'll just tell them shit and just like, you know, make them think of something. I mean, yeah. It's hey, one of my favorite parts I'm of this God. podcast is <laughs> the way that people out themselves. It's one of my favorite parts, just outing themselves. Just uh, yeah, but it's always a running theme, you know, unhealthy, lazy, narcissistic. <laughs> like mm-hmm. comedians have a running theme here. Dying for compliments. <laughs> Sociopathic. Oh, yeah, I, I've noticed I, I, I die for compliments head of Hell yeah. yeah. I hate like, when I get compliments after a set. Like I like like just like a like a passing like hey good job and like you give me a knuckle or something like that. But like it, I would rather you someone come up to you and just be like I fucking hated your set. Like because I, I, I don't know why it's like I have nothing to say to them if they say like good set. Like I don't know what they want me to say, but if they were like I despised you. I'd be like, why do you hate me so much? Like, <laughs> like, when, like when people say like, oh, I loved your shit. I'm like, well, I don't know where to go from here. Like, I don't know what you want me to say after this. I That's where I, you give them back some ridiculous comment. Like, but you have nice shoes. Yeah. Or thank you. I mean, that's always. Yeah. <laughs> that's I mean, hard. I, I that's a hard one like, to pull out in I mean, the moment. Just, yeah, I'm just like, thanks. And then I just like don't. Because like, I don't know if they want to like continue talking to me. Right. Or just like get on with their day. You should make it awkward for them and be like, thank you. What specifically? What line specifically did you like? I need the words reiterated back to me <laughs> right now. As what was the fact, best line? I'll be back on stage. Here's a notebook. Take notes. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know. Get back I'm going to gonna redo my set. Just for you. Good news. I'm doing this again tomorrow. I'll see you there. <laughs> okay. I normally hit him with the, uh, if someone's like, man, I loved your set tonight. I was like, oh, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Because like, I appreciate it leaves it open-ended enough where you can either interject with something else or I can just walk away. That's mm-hmm. fair. Yeah. I don't get compliments. So I don't have to worry about this. So. <laughs> <laughs> After his sets, I like to insult him incessantly. It, it keeps him on his toes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's oh always God. helping me with my growth mindset. <laughs> Well, I guess it's like, I guess it's different because I mean more like just from random audience members. But if like another comic that I like know and respect compliments me, I'm like, oh, that actually does mean something then. Okay. Like that's not just a, a flower comment that they gave mm-hmm. me. That's actually them going out of their way to say like, hey, I, 
you did actually do have something well there, do with something good. So do you think that audience members go out of their way to say you did a good job if they don't think that you did? I would think that that would be more valid. No, I think audience members definitely, unless you're like terrible. Like they'll go, like if they see you, like they run into you and they notice you and they're like, oh, nice. Yeah, like like, they have to say something. Yeah. Unless they don't like you at all, in which case they just ignore you and walk away. You can tell the difference between like an afterthought and a seek out compliment right like yeah you, you, you like you both are you know closing out your tab at the bar at the end of the night and they're like oh hey you did a really good job because they saw you on stage they don't actually remember anything that you did necessarily but it's it's very yeah. just like they in, remember in, they in saw the moment face yeah, yeah like you're next to each other you're shoulder to shoulder trying to get out of there for the night and they're just like you know maybe they get a little like agitated maybe they're having a nervous night or whatever and they're just like oh they throw you out you know a quick bone and it's like all right hey thanks and yeah. you all just you just move on from there pleasantries yeah. My yeah. favorite seek out com- um, compliment that I ever got was one lady. Um, her and her friends all come up to me after an open mic, and she's—I uh, just did a set about like school shootings, right? She comes <laughs> out to topic. me and she's like, "I normally hate school shootings, but you <laughs> Nor- made them funny." And I was like, "Thank you." <laughs> that's that a terrifying comment. Oh, wow. I love that that's compliment. A, that's I normally hate them, yeah. but uh, this one time, I'm on board. I would have been. <laughs> I would have been checking the news the next day. Like, I like them now. <laughs> that, 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 that next five school days, that's that's some heated, heated yeah, time. Yeah, that's a little like, scary. A little bit. It just unlocked a memory in my mind where it's like, it, it was, I had to have been like five or six months in where it's like, I kind of knew what was going on, but I was still new to the scene. And I think like I was just going through like some massive drama in my friend group. Like my brain was just not in the right place at that time, but I still came out. And it was just the biggest douche thing I've ever done where it's just like a very nice, like I did, I feel like I did fairly well. And then a, a lady came up to me afterwards and was like, oh my God, I really loved your set. Like you were really funny. And I was just like, so scatterbrained. I was just like, I know. And I just walked away. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, I, oh, you totally big time that person. Like, well, I, I don't have time for well, this. It was like literally like four seconds later. I was like, oh, I'm the biggest asshole right now. <laughs> I just turned back. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like, I don't know why I said that. At least you came back to it. You're like, oh, no. Well, I was just like, I was, I was just such a bad mood that day. And I was just like, well, I can't just dump on this lady <laughs> for literally zero reason. But I was just like, yep, I know. And just walked away. I've wow. never, I've never felt sought out for a compliment, but I do know, like, is there that one compliment that you're like, I wish I didn't get that one? Like, it was legitimate. They, they, they truly believe what they were saying, but you didn't want to hear it. You had a fan ask, add you on Facebook. Yeah. So you had a sought out. Like, that's oh, a man. sought out as that's, they that's get. That's the most it? sought out thing I've ever. No one's right? ever added me on Facebook. I don't think. Yeah. I'll definitely ask for a couple Just... after a show. But I've never got. <laughs> go, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I'm not me for my next one. But no, like, have you ever had one of those comments you're like, I just, I wish I didn't get this? Could you give me an example? Well, I, I'm on record uh, on the podcast with mine. It was, I was doing my Dahmer bit, and there was one tag that I had in there that I no longer use that was so uh, low hanging. That guy had some good ideas. Good ideas. <laughs> <laughs> but it was such low hanging fruit yeah. that I didn't really care for it. It was just in there because it got a response. And. Somebody came up and said, oh, I really liked your material. I love the Dahmer stuff. And they specifically called out that one low-hanging fruit. That was the one who added you on Facebook. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Um, If you're still following, sorry, but I didn't want to hear what you had to say. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... About it's the not whole, personal. Like, low I mean, hanging it fruit. It's kind of it's kind of like a gimme, and you know? I think it's fun. That's why like I've never, I'm not really like a punchy comic. I try mm-hmm. not to be anyway. 
they'll they get the best laugh. Like I watch a punchy comic go up, and then they'll do their bit, and I'm just like one of these days. Oh. Because <laughs> I mean, if you're not doing punches, like you gotta do like a whole like story or like do a whole thing, and you gotta have like several jokes in there. But like, what a punchy guy! Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's laugh after laugh, and it's so nice. Yeah, I always think like Mitch Hedberg, Dimitri Martin, like where they're just like quick things. But I hate low-hanging fruit so much. Like, and even, and it, it makes me annoyed at the audience because they will laugh at the low-hanging fruit. And I'm like, can we, can we be a little smarter? Yeah. <laughs> it drives me crazy. But I get, like, as a comedian, like, you just want to laugh. It doesn't matter what gets yeah. the laugh, right? We had that situation with one of your jokes at, uh, at Willie Beeman's a couple weeks back in Nina, um, where you told a great joke and it didn't get the response it deserved. Oh, okay. And we were like, that was such a good joke. Yeah, the audience is just dumb. I yeah. can't. What was the joke? I, I don't, don't remember. Anymore. But yeah, I had a moment where I was like, the audience is obviously just dumb. <laughs> Wait, was that? I can't remember. Uh, Willie Beeman's. Did I have a line for your joke, or did you have a line for mine? Uh, you went up after me, so you worked on my stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah. I, I definitely was like. I said yeah. something. And I don't like, remember if it was about my material. I think it might have been one of your own jokes that yeah. you told. I wasn't was... sober enough for any of this. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was one of your own. It, it was some of your own material, not riffing off of somebody else. And it was that was really good. And it, she immediately like nudged me, and which I know what that means now after <laughs> after sixteen months of being nudged. And it was, but it was like yeah. So when you're up on stage, if you ever see me nudge him, that means I really liked it. <laughs> That's my tell. Yeah. She leaves me alone if, if things aren't going well for whoever's on stage because <laughs> she knows I can't. Oh, my gosh. If if someone is bombing on stage, Mike makes facial expressions that are, I feel bad for the person. If they were to see Mike's face. It's a good thing it's he a dark room. Can't, he can't stop from like I, I can't, being I aghast. No, I have no control over my responses to things. So like if somebody gets up and starts doing a lot of material about Hitler for some reason... Okay. We're gonna do a lot of this, a lot of facial expressions, a lot of body shifting. Do you ever, do you ever hand out a pity laugh? I hand out a pity laugh. I hand out pity laughs to a lot of first timers. Oh, I, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't get pity laughs, but some, I'll get like, Being like shock laughs where I'm just like, my body has no idea what to do. I'm just like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, oh, this is the kind of night it's gonna be, huh, bud? Well, All right. It always, hit, it's like the punchline silence my like scared laughter. <laughs> like it's like. It's like just delayed enough to where if anyone hears it, they're like, that's not good. That's not a laugh I need. I give pity laughs depending on kind of the vibe I'm getting from the person. So if they seem like they're a good person, just genuinely trying, I will Mm -hmm. give the pity laughs. But if they are a genuine douche, like who's just kind of failing because they're an asshole, I just sit in silence because they deserve the wrath. Sometimes when I'm like... I'll just like zone out sometimes or I'll just be like thinking about other stuff, but I'll still like, like if you listen to stand up enough, you'll know like the cadence of it. And where it's mm-hmm. sometimes you're like a joke goes here. I would just be like, if I was, if I was like zoning out or something, I'll just like laugh there just cause I'm like, yeah. obviously a punchline is there. I'm just going to laugh for it probably just cause I missed it. I've definitely I, done I do that, that a lot. Yeah. Especially going to so many open mics and seeing the same people yeah, over and over yeah. again. I zone. There are times when I just completely zone. I mean, if I, I mean, yeah, when I hear jokes I've never heard, I'm not going to laugh. But like usually, <laughs> it's usually because I know them, though. So. Right. So now I know when Mitch is in the crowd to just not do the cadence. Right. you got to throw them all off. Yeah. And then you like make it so he's laughing 
That's wait, because he thinks times. he's supposed to be laughing, but no one else is laughing. Tell the setup with a punchline voice, and go. then deliver this. Deliver the punchline with a setup voice. I'm not gonna lie, that's gotten me before. Like, yeah. I've been in the crowd, and like I've heard, and they'd be like halfway through the joke, and I'm like, "This is hilarious," and I laugh like my hardest, like a genuine deep laugh. Just because it says, some, "Yeah, I've I've heard heard of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna talk about this in a minute." Oh, All right. All right. <laughs> Fuck you for laughing, you asshole. <laughs> sound like my mom. We talk about this later. How, can, how dare you not be jaded after two years like the rest of us? <laughs> I even laughed at an open mic once. <laughs> I feel like I've reached sometimes a level of jaded because I'm just at so many that we went and saw Jim Jeffries. Je- Jim Jeffries, right? Oh, We're yeah. in the audience, and like before it starts, I turn to him and I'm like. What if what if I don't like stand up comedy anymore? What if this isn't funny? She had an existential I crisis. I did. I was like, you... what if I'm not going to enjoy this paid show because <laughs> y- you all have ruined it? <laughs> it wasn't the case. I, I still laughed harder than uh, I ever I have. But like ruin like a professional. <laughs> it's yeah. not even about that. It's it, it, it's simply the the atmosphere and the way that it changes your brain and what it does. Yeah. Like the the way that you take the information in because like. When I listen to somebody's jokes, especially when they're doing new material, I can't help but I get very analytical with it, right? Because it's just like, it's, all right, I like this premise. Let's see where this goes. Damn, that was a good twist. That was a good punch. I like what they did with that. And it's, I'll maybe not necessarily laugh because it's like I'm pay- I'm paying such close to it's It's more like... You're studying rather than yeah. did you guys like study comedy before you got into it or did you just kind of wing it? I mean, all, all I did, I I just liked stand up in high school. I, like I love Tom Segura is by far my favorite stand up. I love him more than more than probably most stand up comics. But yeah, I just like watched him a bunch, and like yeah, I would like talking to my friends. They'd be like, "Oh my god, you're so funny," or just stuff like that. So I just kind of built that up in my mind. And then, yeah, I just, I didn't, like, study it at all. I never, like, looked up online, like, how to craft a joke or anything like that. You were just a big fan? Yeah. Yeah. And so I just showed up. I just, like, had, like, one or two, like, funny stories from, like, work or school. And then I just used those. And then they've they've morphed into, like, Mm -hmm. actual bits since then. Nice. What about you? I don't think I've ever, like, I don't, I don't ever, like, Google, like, how to be funny. But um, just comes I, natural, just, baby. <laughs> every time I am the Google of funny. My uh, in high school, me and one of my friends, um, we used to have contests to see who was the funniest in the group. Mm-hmm. So then we'd go around like the entire lunchroom, ask everybody, and then you know people don't know you, so you try to make them laugh. And you know I was doing that like every day, five days a week. And then when I got on stage, mm-hmm. I'm like, was funny. I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that I went to high school with most of the people in the crowd. Right. I didn't That'll start, help. That'll help. That, that yeah. helps a lot. Um, I didn't start researching comedy until like, like, until like down the line. And I'm like, all right, kid, you're not that good. Like, look at, look at those <laughs> people getting more laughs than you. So like, I'm watching comedians and I'm like, like taking notes, like, okay, maybe I'm not doing enough movement. Maybe I'm not, you know, rejecting enough. I'm not adding enough characters, you know, things like that. Who's your favorite stand-up comedian? Um, Eddie Griffith. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yep. So, That's well, the first time on the podcast for that name. Yep. Yeah, Tom Segura comes up a lot. Yeah, and every time I say I cannot stand that man. Really? Yeah. <laughs> she does not like his Why comedy. Why do you hate him so much? I don't oh, like anyone. I do, but she no one ever Jim talks Jeffries. about them. <laughs> oh. I mean, like I still like like underground comedians. Like, uh, oh, I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but he has a special called uh, "America's the Greatest Country in the United States," and it's I, Donald it's, Trump. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but, like some of his jokes are just like, 
he's just like such a weird like deadpan country guy. He's like America is number one in these statistical statistical categories, like prison per capita. That's because <laughs> people love us so much. They want to. We want to take away our own freedom. <laughs> something, something like that. And I do not remember his name. So funny. Like I love that. But like. Like Tom Segura, like I just like found him on a whim, and ever since then I was like, I just love this guy so much. See, I think my issue is I got really like my father was huge into comedy, so he got me into comedy, but like really old people comedy. So I like like Jerry Clower, well, who, who no one's first, ever even heard who's of. The first uh, stand up you ever like remember listening to or watching? Jer- Jerry Clower. Okay. Yeah, okay. and no one even knows who he is, but no. he's a storytelling comedian and he's absolutely hilarious. And then after that, it was George Carlin, which of course is a yeah, classic. Knows, yeah. yeah, and Don Rickles. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and just I know like uh, Tim Conway. So it was all these old comedians. So now people like to talk about these new comedians, and I'm like, ew, they're just trashy, loud, and misogynistic. And <laughs> <laughs> so I'm always like, I don't like that guy. And I find that older comedy just seemed to be a little bit more creative in the writing, I think. And now I feel like it's just, you know, like we're saying, that low hanging fruit. They go for that like gross laugh, I guess. Not across the board. There's, you know, obviously there's the John Mulaney's and the, you know, I don't know. Dimitri Martin and Bo Burnham. Yeah, Bo Burnham is, yeah. yeah. But You know yeah. what my issue is? I listen to the podcast all the time. And, like, you guys, like, spit out comic names. But, like, I'm terrible with names, great with faces. Oh. So, like, I have to, like, Google, like, every 10, like, every 10 <laughs> seconds. Wait, who is that? Damn, well, sorry. we just hit the, the gold mine for Caleb to reference back right. on this one. Okay, everyone, quick, go. Name them all. <laughs> <laughs> but, Yeah. <laughs> But really, the two that keep coming up, the reason it sounds like I'm always like, I don't like that guy is because it's always Tom Segura um, and... Burt Kreischer. No. Bill well, Burr. I hate Burt Kreischer, too. Bill oh, Burr. Bill Burr. Bill Burr. Tom you Segura Bill and Burr? Bill Burr keep coming up, and I cannot stand either one well, of them. He doesn't like loud, aggressive comedians. I don't like loud, misogynistic comedians. There's that word, that. too. Do you know yeah. why I like Bill Burr? <laughs> why? Because the first, like, I think it's Paper Tigers, he talk, whatever, especially he talks about Elvis, and, like... Every time he, like, talks about, like, him being with black people, he always, like, starts off, like, oh, I'm racist. And then he's like, I'm not racist, I'm just white. And, like, I love the fact that he does that. He, like, mm-hmm. goes from, like, the, it sounds like I'm being racist, but nah, I'm just, like, white, and I just don't get it. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's my favorite part. And I think Bill Burr is a very intelligent man. Like, and he has intelligent writing, and I can at least respect that. And, you know, he was he was great in... Um, Oh shoot! I'm blanket. See now I'm blanking Breaking on bad. things. Breaking yeah, it was great yeah. in Breaking yeah. Bad. Um, his little bit part, but yeah, I just I don't I don't think I like him as a person. I think that's my issue. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the first stand up I've ever watched was Jim Gaffigan. Oh yeah, and I mean I don't like I've listened to his new stuff now, and I don't want to shit on the guy because I do care for him a lot, and he's instrumental in probably who I am now. But like I do not like his newer stuff. Like yeah. his newer stuff is hard to listen to but like he's still just like that lovable teddy bear guy that i'm just like yeah. oh you know let him have it he's got 18 <laughs> kids or whatever yeah <laughs> I, I love him and i always kind of have this moment too that i'm like at some point what if these comedians hear this podcast right because right now i'm just kind of like they're never gonna hear me say i hate bill burr and then someday i'm gonna be like you know oh crap i have to account for this but <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I just really hope I never have to account for like any of my actions. Right? <laughs> Isn't that the goal? Oh, that was what, the American you call him dream. Earlier, a psychopath. I never want to account for any of my actions. <laughs> uh, just accounting for my actions sounds like a lot. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Um, so we talked about the the uncomfortable laughter that we might show another comic, but of course, of course. Like, what about those like? What about those laughs that make you uncomfortable out of a crowd? That make like catches you off guard on stage and just kind of like, damn, that's hard to get through. Like, do you ever wonder if they're laughing at you and not with you? Oh, it at- doesn't matter to me. No, not even a little bit. Nope. Like if you're laughing at me with me, I will fall over on stage and like have everyone laugh at me. Like it was a part well, of the bit. <laughs> I I've hung out with Jack Hazley and Jim Barry enough to know that if I ever hear their their laugh and their laugh only, no, something's gone. <laughs> <on>. <laughs> something's not going well. Like if I hear their laugh, I'm like, okay, that was bad. Like whatever, whatever I just did, never again. <laughs> they will let me know off stage, but um. Yeah, like I, I mean, I usually never because if someone's like bombing at Skyline, you're not like no one's gonna just give them like you're not gonna get like a full room full of laughter. Mm-hmm. Like you're, I guess, at least being in the audience, like you can feel the tension pretty well. Like yeah, maybe like they're not emotionally intelligent enough to know that, but like when <laughs> someone's like doing real bad, you can feel it. Can you, when, if you do really bad on stage, do you always feel it or do you ever think I did great only to find out later you didn't? Nope, never know. Never yeah. once no? have I overestimated my ability. I've <laughs> underestimated it a couple of not times. Once. But like, it's like, it's hard not, because like, the thing about like being on stage is like, I'm listening closely for the response. I need the response. That's mm-hmm. fair. The instant gratification and it's like, as I'm up there and I get like nothing but like one like ha ha like the back like I'm like all right so I still battle my my nerves and adrenaline to be responsive and listening to things. Um, of course, it helps when somebody's literally right in front of you, laughing as loud as they possibly can. Caleb, yeah, we were at a show recently and well, Caleb, you. it really really enjoyed some material I had about. About cops. <laughs> and that's the laugh. There it is, folks. Brought well, to you direct. I was laughing harder at Caleb's reaction yes. to your jokes than I was your joke. Because it's, it's not only, it's, it's me telling my joke, Caleb laughing, Jenny laughing at Caleb, and then me <laughs> laughing at the both of them. Like, man, this is so distracting. This what is wrong with This was a show they got paid for, too. Like, <laughs> I felt so bad. Not... Like, I laughed at the first punchline and not the second one. And I was like, he's not done, but I can't control my <laughs> It was It was so distracting. Like, it was validating. I'm like, oh, good. This is good stuff, clearly. Caleb's laughing as hard as he possibly can. Like, I couldn't hear anybody else if they were laughing. Because <laughs> Caleb was so loud, right in front of me, laughing hysterically. I was like, all right, well, I got one, I guess. <laughs> so I think, though, this is a first on the podcast that you guys have basically the same style. You're both more storytelling, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, oh. I think we usually have very conflicting styles, I think. or just... See, and I came into this thinking that they were fairly opposite because Why? Mitchell is very much a storyteller, but most of what I see from Caleb is riffing. Yeah. But they're I, stories. They're still stories. Uh, is it riffing, or are you just well, that good at? Well, you see, the way it works is, <laughs> um, you got to spill your secrets. How much time did I have for, to prepare that week? <laughs> it's not even just that. It's like, like even when I like do my jokes, like it started off like I was like a hardcore storyteller. Like my first, my first bit ever was about me working at Walmart, and then I don't know somewhere along the way it was like, I have stories, but like I don't. The stories just weren't coming across the same. I wasn't looking at them with like the same bright 
blur like light blue eyes you know what i mean mm-hmm. like um so eventually it was like okay i started to like rushing for the laugh and i could like hear that in like my jokes it's like now a lot of times what my jokes will be like it'll start somewhere and if it's not working i'm pretty good at like freehand and it's all like move somewhere else or i'll riff off this or i'll riff off that so i mean i, I like to still consider myself a storytelling comedian but like in all actuality it, it has been a lot more riffing as of like the last couple months that's that's really a talent in and of itself. But I, in general, I think storytelling seems more difficult to be able to do storytelling and keep getting laugh, laugh, laugh while you're telling the story. I mean, that's what I fight with, too, where when I Jack gave me a great tip when you write, it's um, every like joke, like just hit enter, have a new line and then write your next joke so you can immediately tell like this joke is really wordy or like this or like how long it takes for you to get to the actual joke. Cause I even still fight with it now a way more when I started, it would be like, I would just have like a story. I wouldn't have like any jokes or tags in the middle of it. I would just have like a funny story. So I would like just have like super long setups that lead to maybe eventually a funny, a funny joke, Mm -hmm. but there would be so much filler in between there that you, it just the joke means nothing after the fact that it took this long to get there. Right. So it like, it's like, even like I don't, I'm not great at just like joke writing where it's just like set up punchline. I'm not great at that, but I have had to force myself to get better at it just to be like, okay, this is a really long story, and it, the payoff is worth it in the end. I mm-hmm. just need to get a little bit of extra fuel to get to that end point. Yeah. So even when you're doing the storytelling, do you find that you have to do the setup punchline within the story? Or do you feel like it's just interjecting funny thoughts within the story? You, How I try to do it is just, um, I guess I'm drawing a blank with my own material, but where it's just like I'll have a joke and then I'll try to find like a premise of something in like the setup of my story and then have like a joke and a tag in there mm-hmm. just to like get a, because Jack always told me like, you need to get a laugh at least like 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Every 30 seconds, at the very least, you need to have some sort of joke in there. And uh, yeah, just try to, like, even if it's like, oh, weird, a comedian lies, but <laughs> if you can lie to like make something out of nothing for a joke yeah. to work, do it. Like, it will only help. Yeah. So someone told me that, like, I approached somebody at some point and, I thought that they were telling the truth on stage and I started talking to them about it and they're like, never, never trust a comedian. <laughs> How often would you say you guys tell the truth versus lie when you're up there? Um, for me, um, a lot of times when I lie, it's like the other day when it was like nowhere near the other day. Like it'll be like something right. that happened like a year ago. That's fair. I'm like, well, just yesterday or on my way here. Well, it's just to keep it easy. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I'm from the East Coast and we say that in our everyday life. Yeah, the other day probably means three years ago. Like, I mean, yeah, for, for a joke you wrote two years ago, it can't be like, on July 28th, uh, 2018, this <laughs> peculiar set of situations happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. fair. Otherwise, I've had an inordinate amount of very strange dental appointments. Uh, yep. Like, <laughs> like, it's just, no, it's, everybody knows that, that is utter bullshit. As soon as you say, Last week, last month, six months ago. Like, it doesn't matter what the time duration is. It just has to be to set it up. Do you have jokes that are 100% lies? Or are they at least based on some kind of truth? At least in all my bits. All my, like, main arching bits of, like, being bad at basketball or, like, watching a TV show with my girlfriend. 
that at, that at least premise is rooted in reality. Mm-hmm. I might make up a character to make something more funny or like exaggerate someone else's personality, but the late the at least main overarching premise is one hundred percent true. Okay. I don't know what it was, but when you said rooted in reality, I was like a late night History Channel. I'm listening. I was like, <laughs> Carl Sagan's talking to Carl. <laughs> talking right now. I think ancient aliens. When you talk History Channel, which is really awful that I hear history and I think ancient aliens. I'm not going to lie. I think history stars. Stars. Oh, shit. They're going to have to pay way too much for this one. Oh, <laughs> P-Stars. P-Stars. We not are, that. Not we are that. not affiliated nor represented represented oh, yeah, t- yeah. T- t- by. I don't know. Yeah. Um, for don't me, sue us. For me, as far as lying goes, most of my jokes, if they're not like an obvious premise that has nothing to do with anything, but like a thought that I had, they're normally rooted in like the truth or like something that's happened. Mm-hmm. That's another reason why I like, I like when people I know are in the crowd because like I spent most of my uh, comedian career trying to figure out how to like write on the fly like while I'm on stage. So like if I see somebody I know and it's like it's really easy to just grab out of what I know from mm-hmm. them. Like um, I'm trying to think. My last show, my friends were there and I did a whole bit that I had been thinking about but forgot about because I never wrote it down about how like we get together and then we don't do anything. Because mm-hmm. we've done it. We've like met up in parking lots and sat there and <laughs> talked to each other for like an hour. <laughs> And then went home. And I was like, that was the biggest waste of my time ever. <laughs> <laughs> so like, it's I mean, really, cool. that's like, that's what people just do. Like, if you go and sit at a bar, it's suddenly doing something when you're really just sitting around for an hour talking I mean, anyway. Yeah, but I'm not in my car when I do it. Like, yeah, I, that's true. <laughs> Let's yeah. hope not because Wisconsin has laws against that. Drinking in your car? <laughs> um, for so me. Do you you mentioned like you didn't write it down. Do you write down most of your stuff? I write down. So I'm, I've... Uh, I tried writing down my whole joke one time, and I failed. That was one of the worst bombs I've ever had in my life. Yeah. So I decided never to do that again. <laughs> I figured I'd do well enough without it. So, um, plus, oh, I can't remember his name. He's a he's a, a white comedian, but a black comic. Um, oh, what's his name? He's married to a black woman. Ooh. I'm going to remember this later. I, he's picture in the face, though. Is he, I, I is he in this scene? Or just in general, like a celebrity comic, yeah, like, celebrity like, like a like A plus headliner, kind of. Yeah. Well, A plus, mm, that's a lot, but like he's definitely like a, <laughs> he's like a mid B, like depending okay. on the crowd, but like um. So he was, like he he eats eats circuit, you know, your standard comedy. Club. Oh yeah, no, okay. he eats circuit, and then like he'd be like a headliner. Okay, but like I wouldn't say A plus, but um. I'm googling. Is it Ralphie May? No, I'm oh. googling. His last name is one of those names that sounds like it should have an S on it, but doesn't. Gary Owen. Gary Owen. That's who it is. Okay. It's he, funny because it's Gary Owen is his stage name, but his real name is Gary Owens. Really? Who Damn drops it. an S? Wow. What? He did yeah. a whole bit on Gary, how it's not the S. Gary Cameron Owens. He dropped the S to make the bit. I hope not. Well, I, he, <laughs> the bit was all about like how he did it in public. Like, wow. people, like his actual name is Gary Owen. I don't. Son of a it, bitch. it says that his real name was Gary Cameron Owens. I'm gonna have to call him after the right, show. What letter are we dropping <laughs> to make our bit? Uh, I'll just drop one E for my last name. I Still think I'll be Lee, but yeah, I think I'll be Hampo now. Hampo, <laughs> I got nothing. I got K- Kab. Kale. I'll just be Kale. Put the S at the end. Hamposh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This shit just used to have anagram an X your name. <laughs> the shit used to have an X at the end. <laughs> French, fucking French, <laughs> French. But no, the reason why I like Gary Owen so much is because he called himself the Jay Z of comedy. 
Like he said, he's never written down a bit in his life. Wow. Never. I'm like, never? And then, like, I'm thinking about, like, how often you would have to. I mean, if you do, like, New York shows where you got, like, seven a night. So does he just remember them or just keep coming up with new stuff? I'm imagining each time it's like, if it's anything like mine, it'll Mm -hmm. be like, I'll do my set and then it'll never be the exact same set twice, but you'll get the general gist. Right. And And I'm over here thinking, like, I love Jerry Seinfeld and he wrote everything down perfectly, cataloged, and I'm just... Like that's probably what I would be like. Maybe the guy is like a, like has a like a memory savant issue, like where it's just he can't do anything else in his life because this is the one thing that works the way it's supposed to. Well, at the same time though, like think about you know I have a funny story in my life and I've told it to a million different people in a million different situations, so it's like it would mm-hmm. be the same thing. I've never written that thing down, but I've definitely told that story to people a lot. And Sometimes I'm you like leave out like small details or bring up small details depending on who it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You cater to what's going on. So that's how I write my jokes. But the punchline is still the same. I don't ever have punchlines in my stories. I just talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's not accurate. That's why, I, that's why I'm not on stage. <laughs> yes. and, uh, when I'm doing stuff, when I'm like very comfortable with my stuff, I like I. it's freeing because then I can be like, I still know where I'm going and know the main jokes I want to hit, but I can still like have fun, be a little more looser with it. But when I have like new stuff that I am working on, I like to, even if it's at just not at Skyline because it feels more. I can't think of the word, just like formal there, I guess. But like at places like the Attic and Ambassadors, like I'll just I'll bring in up, Appleton, Wisconsin. In Appleton, Wisconsin, <laughs> <laughs> or Menasha, Wisconsin. If it's oh, the Attic. oh, I'm not going to be that specific. Nobody outside of Wisconsin cares. <laughs> but it, like, if it's new stuff, I'll have my phone out just to make because I want to hit like these specific jokes and tags right. that I wrote. Cause I'd be like, I don't want to riff on stuff. I don't know very well. Cause then I'm not getting feedback that I want to make my jokes better. I wrote weed content for 420 yesterday and I bailed on it last night. <laughs> Cause I just wasn't sure I was going to be able to hit the things I wanted to talk about. <laughs> I didn't even know you did that. I bailed on it. No, that you wrote it. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. I, I don't listen. I sent it to you. My my buddy's six inches and the D, you know the one D callback. This sounds terrible, right? Um, it does. <laughs> that sounds like a Obviously, story. I re- I really liked it because I logged it. I remember exactly those are the parts what you're that you liked. About. Oh shit! <laughs> you know when you get off stage and someone goes, "Great job!" Oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn it! Empty fucking compliments. Yeah, I like Caleb because you always do the riff thing. You never go up there with notes or anything, right? Oh, I try not to. Yeah. I just, it's, to me, I feel like the notes would do nothing but slow me down and distract me. Like, mm-hmm. like well, I see some comics, and they're like, middle of their joke, they don't lose pace, they look down, they look up at the crowd, they're good. Yeah. And they can keep, I couldn't, I'd like look, and I'd be like, what? And, uh, Especially if it's like, in my handwriting, I'm like, is that a G or an H? Like, I don't, I gotta, like, that's why I type. terrible, <laughs> gotta, gotta type. Gotta type it. <laughs> my problem with set notes was that I would realize, I would look down for a specific reason, like, I know something's supposed to come after this, but then a joke that I accidentally skipped over would catch my eye on the list to be like, uh, fuck, oh, it would yeah. interrupt the thought process of, I'm just trying to get to the next joke, but now I'm two jokes behind because I, I'm a jackass. I looked at the wrong fucking line. I've definitely had that before where like, I'll skip over a joke and then like three jokes later, I'll think like, oh shit, I just skipped over that. And then I like, I just mental pause for a second. It turns you off. It, 100%. You, 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 just, you can't stop it. it it's, it's a damn light switch. It's like. I'm really blind so I see these people go up there with their set notes and they set them down on a, on a stool or like your tiny little phone and they set it down on the stool and they glance down and can somehow still read it I'm like I think I would need like an 8 by 10 marker board <laughs> I can't like, imagine the font the size I would need on a phone 
Right. Like, I, have, I have great eyesight. I'm I'm 2020 20 still. But I can't imagine trying to look down to this five inch screen and have to pick up, you know, a, a, an eight point font on my I'm phone. I'm always impressed that people can just kind of glance quick at their phone or their notes and then just keep going. And I'm like, I I can't see anything. See, when I write stuff down, all I do, I write like I write like keywords. I like write the premise. So the premise goes first. Yep. Like the joke premise would be like oh, stopping yeah. at red lights. Mm-hmm. And then I'll write like parts of the joke that I thought were funny when I was telling it in my head the first time. So I'd be like cop wearing blue. Um, mayonnaise tastes gross. Things like that. Okay. I, I love the nonsense of our notes, though. It really is one of the beautiful things because if anybody picks this up in a bar or like you I'm picturing like a, a grocery shopping list, like you're <laughs> right. walking through and they're like six inches. Call back to D. Like you know, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what were they shopping for? Right. Tourniquet, scissors, right? Tarp, shit. Now you <laughs> now you've implicated yourself in a crime. Like it's just, and, and honestly, that's what it looks like sometimes, depending on what, what kind of material you, you do. Like, I, I've got some sketchy shit that I have to write down on those set lists. Sometimes I wonder when a comedian tells something that's very blatantly illegal. Like, is that true? Like, is that is this their coping mechanism? And oh. would that hold up in a court of law? I mean, as long Probably as the statute of limitations is run out. Have go wild, I guess. <laughs> Mitchell's like looking up what's the statute of limitations for this particular law. I mean, if they could really use like things like that to incriminate people, there would be no more rappers alive. Oh. <laughs> Every rapper is like locked. That's, a good That's very true. Yeah. All um, spoken art would be out the fucking door. <laughs> that is true. Speaking of like illegalness, like I had a whole bit where I like the entire bit was just me shitting on cops, which I do a lot because. <laughs> But like, um, <laughs> I like how we said "cuz" and then trailed off. Well, I mean, like, this isn't like a visual podcast. It's not a visual podcast. <laughs> like, okay, so like, I am like, well, Al- like I- <laughs> Alex Morris was on, and he described I'm half black, and you you can get very specific. I think, um, Jose. Yeah, yeah, he Jose called himself Montero. the whitest Mexican you yeah, ever we, see. So we're gonna go around the class today, and we're gonna define our skin color. Uh, <laughs> uh, I listened to a guy on TikTok who says, I'm going to get this wrong, but he says um, he, mocha masters and maidens and like, oh, he does it so well and it's all food and it's beautiful. And he goes through like, What does masters mind. have to do with food? Mocha masters he, and maidens? Is yeah, it's like, he, so it's like the alliteration. And then he'll be like lords and lattes and like oh. lattes. Oh, I know which sound and... you're talking about. Yeah, 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 you know, like Sebastian Cole does that, and I'm screwing it totally up, but mm-hmm. yeah, no, it's he does about. it beautifully. Um, I've been I've been called a lot of different shades. Like I have <laughs> one of my favorites was half past midnight. Um, <laughs> I've gotten like charcoal. I'm not that dark in comparison to some of the people that I know, though. Like mm-hmm. I would say I'm like, ooh, I'd be like. If you had like, like, uh, like, a, like a hot chocolate, right? Like you put the mix in there, but you like had like just not enough liquid in there. Like that's what I am. Like it's, it's not that beautiful. I don't know. I make but... yeah, I make my hot chocolate with milk. I mean yeah, but like it'd be like a little bit darker than that. Like if you use water and then like only half of it. You do your hot chocolate and then add a bunch of extra Hershey syrup. Yeah. Like, like a, <laughs> I'm like chocolate milk that's gonna have like the residuals in the bottom of the glass. That's me. <laughs> 
And then Mitchell and I over here, we're like the two percent milk that you're supposed to use. Hey, my last name's Lee. I can cross. I can. I can cross where I need to. <laughs> if I ever need to, I'll be like, "Hey, I'm Lee. I don't know what that guy's on about." Oh, <laughs> yeah, you're definitely gonna pass for anything but white. Clearly, you can get exactly. away with that. Actually, the first time I saw him, I was like, "That guy. That's the tallest Asian I've ever seen in my life." <laughs> yeah, well, I have thin eyes. I don't know where I got them, but yeah. Like, when I was growing up, people thought I was Asian because I have this litty eyes and I, that's the, the almond, bit. the almond eyes. A girl in my like Spanish mistaken. class, <laughs> freshman year of high school, I do not know why we didn't know each other, didn't even know her. We didn't even like, it wasn't even like, oh, she said this and we randomly became friends. First day of freshman year Spanish class, she just looks at me and says, I don't like you. You look Asian. <laughs> and I was like, got me, you I guess. You can't say that. Yeah, That's I horrible. I didn't care, but I was just like, this is such a wow. weird line to draw. <laughs> have you never done that, though? You never, like, hated somebody based on, like, the way they look? Like, I have a black man asking me if I've hated someone based on their race. Yeah, he's really trying I don't to know if I'm race. He said nothing about race. Yeah. He said the he, way that's what they we were look. talking no, about. Like, I don't hate all white people, but like there's some <laughs> white people like where like you look at them like ugh, your face, man. Like, See, I get that a lot. I have been told that about I'm ugly a... people. <laughs> you're like, I don't like you. Oh, it's because you're ugly. We figured it out. That's what I it have is. been told my whole life that I'm a snob and a bitch because I just don't like I. I don't know. I have good posture and I don't smile a lot. Why don't you smile more? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you sound like you listen to Tom Segura and Bill Burr. Oh, don't, don't bring Bill into this. I, I like He's him. like anybody but that. No, um, uh, but like, not even just that, like the aesthetic certain people give off. Like if I see you and the first thing I see you have, like if like wearing a sleeveless shirt with a giant eagle whose feathers turn into an American flag. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but that's, and you're like, like hopping that's out That's beautiful. I that's always a cool say, shirt, I always say, though, I always say that stereotypes exist for a reason. Oh, yeah. They exist because they were based. And I don't think that you should, like, like pigeonhole people chicken. into a yeah. stereotype. But if you just, like, run around with it out there, like, hey, we're walking yeah, you know, some I'm pictu- dangerous like, grounds right like, now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should get back to comedy. <laughs> Mitchell just stood up and pulled his chair <laughs> away. He needs to be trying to make a quick exit. This is how we roll, okay? okay. So roll. now we're going to talk about those huge F-350s with the American flags and the balls hanging off the back. Like Look, that's just you can classy. picture what that man looks like, right? Yeah, like he looks stereotypes. Like a cool guy. He, looks, <laughs> he looks like a guy that's nice, probably. You did pull up. Air holes. You His did pull up holes. in a pickup truck, didn't you, Mitchell? Why are we talking oh. about my father? <laughs> <laughs> my pickup truck is a pickup truck by name alone. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. It was. My, my bumper is more rust than bumper <laughs> at this point. That sounds like a pickup truck to me. To be, clear, <laughs> to be clear, my father's pickup truck has a foxtail on it, hey, not balls. Hey, this. Fox His father brought oh, here we a go. bunch. You, his father should never tell me things because now they're going to be on the podcast. His father brought a bunch of 15 year olds to Hooters. So he that fits cool the aesthetic of the kind of guy we're talking about right now. Is it his father or mine? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> no, wait, you don't know. Like, I don't <laughs> you know, think but... I might be talking about your father? I mean, my dad brought me to Hooters when I was like. Well, he brought his son to Hooters. Yeah. He didn't bring, his father didn't bring his son to Hooters. He brought all his son's friends to Hooters. You didn't get to go? No, no. So once upon (laughs) a time, I was a culinary arts student (laughs) and I was in a culinary arts competition in high school. So I was fucking busy. But there were other guys in the culinary arts program that went on the field trip, but weren't part of the competition. 
So I'm oh. I, like my time is accounted for all goddamn day. Oh, I'm in a stupid chef's hat and the coat <laughs> that's a thousand degrees. I'm sweating my balls off all goddamn day in these stupid, stupid black and white checker pants that they made us wear. Great to sleep in though. To find out. <laughs> to, <laughs> in the cooler. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to find out that my dad took my classmates to Hooters in the mall across the street. And then I had to hear my dad tell this to my teacher. And my teacher look at me like, I thought you said he was cool. <laughs> I'm like, apparently he is, but not with me. <laughs> you know, if my dad was to abandon me and take all my friends somewhere, I'd be like, you know, Hooters is like, is it really that bad? You know, it's they like, weren't my like friends. Fuck go- you, Chris. All right. Okay. <laughs> Fuck you, Chris. <laughs> Fuck you, Chris. This got personal Listen and dark. Right Can we now. go back to racism and stereotypes? <laughs> <laughs> Sure, golly, those white people, you know. Jesus, yeah. Jesus. Oh, um, I, it might be a little late to do this, but like the point is, it was a whole bit talking about. Oh how yeah, I hate, you were yeah, no, you were yeah, in the middle no. of a story. By the way, that's why like I have like strayed away from doing stories because once I tangent, I, it's hard for me to get back. Mm. Oh man! But your tangents are sometimes really funny. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. Oh yeah, to tell a certain joke. We've definitely seen you like just stray off. It's like this was good, and I've seen. But this had a point before. Yeah, <laughs> and I've seen you like start a thought and then just kind of abandon it and go somewhere else. And that abandonment is one of the funniest things. Like no one else can do that. Hang on to it because we just watched Jim Jeffries do this within a two-hour set. He started off talking about God knows what, but somehow he ended up talking? on this tirade about Trump, and he had us on that for like a solid 20 minutes, on the, on the tangent. And all of a sudden, he just throws it back to that original yeah, premise. Yeah, like, so he was talking about The Bachelorette, and he's like, so anyway, on The Bachelorette, and it just... We, we both looked at each other like, what the fuck just happened? We totally forgot that he had been talking about that 20 minutes before, and he actually tangent, like, sidebarred from one, like, he didn't even finish the sentence. So then 20 minutes later, he's, like, finishing the sentence. He inserted a whole genius. bit into another bit, and it made sense, and we didn't have any issue with it happening until he suddenly yanked us back, and then we were, like, whiplash. Oh, my God. That was great. How do you get yeah. back to this? So yeah, so if you hang on to that. The way you do your tangents, if you can bring it back twenty minutes later, you can be if I a get millionaire. A minute slot again. I'm, I'm there. <laughs> I I don't like that. I have to preface this by saying I don't personally agree with this guy, but <laughs> Dave Dave Chappelle. Oh, he, oh yeah. Putting all of his like political stuff aside, he is a fucking savant at callbacks. Oh, he yeah. his callbacks. I think it. I don't. It's like the Bird Revolution or something. One of his specials. He has a like a setup. He has like a callback to a setup he did, and I was just like, "How did he do that?" Like, <laughs> like I don't agree with that guy on a lot of things, but his setups are just like isn't setups he, and callbacks are just masterful. Did yeah. we talk? I may be mixing it up, but isn't he the one that did the like he told you the punchline? Yeah, he's yeah. the one before. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah we which talked we talked about that before. Yeah. yeah, like, and then by the time you get to the actual punchline you forgot he already told you the punchline okay, here's yeah. where here's what that got ruined for me my brother says he did my brother told me he's like he does this thing with this joke where he tells the joke before he tells the joke and then like at the end he tells the joke and it's great it's like the <laughs> entire time i'm like sitting here waiting for that like and then he's like i'm so good that i write my punchline before i tell the joke and i just have him in a hat and i pull one out so I'm like, this is my moment. And like the whole time, my brain's like, don't forget. Don't forget. No, don't you forget. I'm like, oh, that kind of ruined It's me. like he's a magician almost with like how he can misdirect you Hold in a story. On. Hold on. We all tell lies. We're not actually going to believe that this thing happened, right? 
Yeah. Well, he no. No, he definitely did not kick his friend's mom in the vagina. No. <laughs> no, I, no, 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 no. I mean, <laughs> what are we I mean, like this this whole concept of I'm going to tell you the punchline first. I'm going to come back to it later. But it, with no, the, with the I, hat. I fully I fully believe it because I've tried it and I've done it successfully in my own mind. Like I, <laughs> in my own mind, Caleb does great. <laughs> when I'm daydreaming, I made myself laugh with my bits every day. Caleb's in the crazy. shower like I'm a fucking awesome comedian. <laughs> I I'm not kill. I gave I'm... myself the light and I still did good. <laughs> <laughs> I nodded to an invisible light. That's that how last, that's gave, gave the light the finger. This is <laughs> this is why I can't be successful. I'm in the shower having mental arguments with Tiffany from sixth grade. Like oh, you guys do are that. doing your I mean, I still <laughs> have that all the time. I'm still that was Tiffany. actually a true story. I'm sorry, Tiffany, if you're listening. No, fuck Tiffany. <laughs> Fuck Tiffany. Fuck, Tiffany. Fuck Chris. Fuck yeah. Tiffany. Anybody else? Fuck the cops. Fuck, there we go. Fuck, fuck, the cops. fuck Larry. Fuck Larry. You, you can't say that. Can I say his full government name? Please do. <laughs> we're we're docs and shit now. It's not docs. Give us full government name, name address, license plate. Let's just now give it all. we're doxing. <laughs> Home address. Uh, no, um, but the cop comes up to me after the show and he's like, yo, just so you know, I am a cop. And I was just like, ah. he's like, we're not all that bad. And I'm like, yeah. All right, right. here we all go. Right, okay. yeah, yeah, please. I'm please like, tell we me. We thought a little weird because we have a cop friend and we were at a comedy show with them, like him and his wife, and the guy started telling like weed jokes and I got uncomfortable. I'm like, can he do this? Can he? Because we all know they're true. Like his. When it comes to weed, absolutely. I'm like, all of those are, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's totally true. And it's like, obviously. And I'm like, their cop friend is like, I mean, I guess he laughed, but I felt awkward. <laughs> you know that always feels awkward when people feel awkward for other people for me like that shit it, yeah like in my soul it's like oh. I'm like I feel awkward f- like now because you feel awkward <laughs> Daniel Sloss says don't that's, do that yeah di- yeah don't no that's not feeling awkward that's being offended by oh, on okay. Okay, yeah, no yeah. that 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 makes me legitimately mad but yeah. if you're just yeah. feeling awkward for somebody else it makes me feel awkward for you that's ironic yeah so you oh. wouldn't feel awkward like for the person you should feel awkward for you feel awkward that somebody else feels awkward for them I feel awkward that the person who isn't the person that should be feeling awkward feels awkward for the person who should be feeling awkward. Mitch, awkward are you keeping up with this? I've toned out. <laughs> I was He's like, going to laugh when it gets to the cadence of the punchline. Like, no, hey, when they want me back in, they want me back in. That's fine. I'm coming back eventually. What makes you feel awkward? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, seeing a dead dog. Oh. Oh. oh, no, you just asked. <laughs> what? Like, oh. in comedy. Why does that make you feel awkward and not sad? I, well, it's like, what do I do what now? What do I do with it? Well, I mean, the most awkward I've ever felt was I went to my uncle's funeral, and I've never, I've never known my uncle. He seemed like a nice guy, but my mom really liked him. And I was sitting next to my mom, who was just crying the whole time, and I'm like, I have no emotions at all. <laughs> like, I, I want to just stand up and like go to the bathroom. What's like, wrong I, with me? <laughs> And so it's like, yeah, from that moment, I just, I'm just like, I don't, I can't be around someone who has heavy emotions and like, I don't have them. I just, oh, like, I can't so do it. so you're a man. I guess. I'm a very you know, emotional I, I actually warn people when people like start to get like emotional and you can hear it in their voice. I'm like, if you cry, I'm going to walk away. It can be just me and them in the room. Like, if you cry right now, I will walk away from I feel you. like you three get along very well. I'm I'll mean, just I, be over here crying. I cry all the time. I've become a baby. <laughs> like it, when I was in high school, I was like, I would just be like, let's push, push these feelings down. But like, I don't. Ever since I graduated, like I'll cry at movies. Like I cry all the time at movies. Million Dollar Baby is the only movie that makes me cry for. I do not like that movie. What? I know. I don't like anything you people like. I'll just see myself out. I do you like about you people. Oh, <laughs> golly, son! Damn it, we finally gave. They're white, on okay. This. I'm allowed to say. <laughs> 
I mean men, all right? <laughs> men. <laughs> I am always outnumbered. We need Ryer cameraman back on this show because I am always outnumbered. Oh, it's, that's my favorite thing to do, though. Listen for, like, specific words that people say. Oh, yeah, give it to and me. And then just, like, boom. Like, Damn. Low-hanging fruit every time. <laughs> and it's like, even if everyone else feels awkward, I get the best laugh of my life. Absolutely. Because it's just like, I, I can't wait to see what's about to happen oh, on the other end of this. I just want the reaction. That's mm-hmm. why I'm a comedian. Because I just want the, I don't care about how you feel for real. Like, I just want your reaction. That's, see, that's to me, that's not low-hanging fruit, though, because that is a, that's creative. Like, you've got to, like, yeah, and it might be low-hanging fruit if it's, like, obvious, but I don't. I don't know. Like, the, that's what she says are usually pretty obvious, but... I try to go for, like, the the, extent, the ones you gotta, like, think about for a second. Yeah, Because exactly. I do those a lot. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't call that low-hanging fruit. The premise might be low-hanging, but how it's implemented is what makes it, like, intelligent. I want to see a story that ends in a that's what she said. I... Oh. I... I, I that's a challenge now. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, it makes... I don't... Like, sometimes... Like, I love, like, humor or just, like art in general that like really makes you think just like i like like avant-garde like paintings and stuff like that but like still i still laugh at like these nuts jokes every once in a while like i never like to hold myself to be like i can't laugh at anything low-hanging it's like i have just the weirdest spectrum of things that make me laugh i don't laugh at i i have three boys these <laughs> nuts are not funny like Anything to do with at what butts point were they funny? Nuts, like no, I know. Well, yeah, they they haven't been this funny. It's gonna turn into a rhyme no. real quick. But Socks my my eleven year old daughter thoughts. still doesn't find them funny. So I feel like this is gender specific. I don't know, but I mean, maybe the setup's just not good. Because my my brother he does this thing where he doesn't do these nuts. He says this dick in your mouth. So like he'll like wait till you're done saying. So you'd be like, oh, I love the brewers. He'd be like, hey, guy, brewer this dick in your mouth, and like <laughs> kills me every time. It's like high class, like I don't know. so one dimensional though. Tell him to grow up. <laughs> he got there. I mean, he he never wanted to be a comedian, so I guess like me and him, like we oftentimes end up clashing on like things that we like for some odd reason because we're not that much alike though. But, like my favorite superhero is Hulk, and so was his. And I went to Hulk. Cullin- yeah, it's mine too. Yeah, he went. I went to culinary art school, and for a brief period in time, oh, he yeah. wanted to be a, a cook. And like it would be like every time I would do something, he would like be like I was just about to do that. Like but I'm like three years old. Oh, you have a little mini me. I was gonna no. say a shadow, but I thought you'd catch me on that. I would. <laughs> <laughs> but like no, I I don't like calling them because we're nothing like if you meet us, you like wouldn't know we're related. Because mm-hmm. like we were so different in like conversation and stuff. But like just I'm like, pretty sure your aspect. brother tried to hit on her one time. Which one? What? I don't know. <gasps> I don't remember that. What happened? It was early on, but he... Oh wait, wasn't he like Wait, what did he look like? He was like under eighteen too, wasn't he? I think so. Do you have a which brother? I I don't know. He was taller than me. What I can't remember. I just remember. I don't remember the name anymore. I remember him saying his age, and I was like, "Oh, you're funny." Wait, did he look like me but slightly shorter? Or was he light skinned? Because if he looked like me but slightly shorter, he's older than me. Maybe I think he was lighter skinned. If he if he's light skinned, light skinned. If he's light skinned, um, it's like. No, he he's probably was the age that he said, but like, yeah, no, I, I yeah. can see it. I, I, I can see it. I don't know, but I, I didn't even know it was just your brother. Yeah, no, <laughs> I got a lot of brothers. Oh, all right. How many brothers do you have? I mean, by blood or by faith? We're going to say by faith. By because faith? Because I have, I have one sister who's not a blood sister, so we're uh, playing that game. Like, I don't know, like a handful. Like, a handful. Wanna, like, like, like 12, 13. All right. By blood, four. Okay. That's still a lot. I mean, I, 
I have four kids and it's too much. <laughs> My mom, four boys, all alone. Oh. Ooh. A lot of fighting on in that house. And I mean, she was just beating everybody up. Like, <laughs> every, every day is WWE in Caleb's oh, yeah. house. How many siblings do you have, Mitchell? I have two by uh, by blood and zero by God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, no, I, got a bro- I got a brother and a sister. I'm the youngest of three. And uh, yeah, they're fun. I like them. I feel like so many comedians are the youngest. Really? Like you guys just all like... Comedians are just like, I don't know. It Like, there's never the oldest. I'm the middle of seven. That makes sense. Right yeah, but you're oh, not I was good. Gonna, I was going to ask. Whoa. Oh, God. Oh. I was a joke. I had to say. He that knows one how I. splash damage on he, it. He knows how I feel. He's very good. He knows. I was Anyways. just going to ask you how, like, what are your siblings' situations? Yeah, I've got a younger sister. Um, and the best part was, like, she's been to one of my comedy shows. And it wasn't a night that I did fairly decently. Um. But yeah, not a word, word has ever been really said about it from her. But uh, but she did go to a comedy show somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she went to Skyline or not, but she posted about that, so that felt good. Yeah, and it was one of the we won't we won't name names, but it was a lo- one of the local comedians oh. that she specifically posted. It was like it was great oh, to meet you. You yeah. did wonderful, but she wasn't posting about him because yeah. that's gotta. But no, I, I mean, think I, I gotta ask, like, because I believe that you will be more supported by strangers than you will be by people close to you. Oh, for sure. Oh, but like I, easily, I, it's it's obvious because like I'm asking my brother every time I go up, like, come out, please. I'm mm-hmm. begging you. Yeah. Somebody I just met, like they've never seen me before. They don't know any of my stuff. They don't know me as a person. They don't know when I'm lying. Mm-hmm. I had to specifically ask my parents to switch themselves from interested to going. <laughs> 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 Like, I'll walk you guys through it if you need me to, but if you could do this, solid, I'd, I'd appreciate it. I understand then, if you still don't show up. Yeah, then they didn't come. <laughs> That's right. But if you could help me out because it just looks better for optics. Yeah, uh, they didn't come. Yeah. But. I've noticed that, like, the farther a person is away from me, the more they're, intro- the more they're like, hounding me for the next time I do a show. Yeah. Like, my, my brother has never once been like, when's the next time you're doing a show? I gotta be there. But, like... I do a, a show at a strip club, and like the number of people who aren't related to me, that'd be like, yeah. When's the next strip club show? Tell us how it goes. Oh, Tell go. us how a strip club show goes. Oh, it's fairly simple. Tread carefully, <laughs> so, Caleb. Tread carefully. It goes dancer. What does that mean? It goes dancer, comedian, dancer, comedian, dancer. We tried doing two dancers between comedians, and it just seemed a little like lengthy. Like people like stop being interested in the comedian due to like the the, the Weird. fantastic dancing, and so. <laughs> It would just kind of like shorten it, like dancer, comedian, dancer, comedian, dancer, comedian. So, are they interested in the comedians? Ooh, the dancers? No, the audience. People, the audience, they love the comedians. Really? Oh, that, that's like one of their favorite parts. Because I try to pick, I try to pick people who like don't look like they should be at a strip club. Um, I'm trying like, to imagine what that kind of person is. Bogella. Bogella should definitely be at a strip club. He gave me club. a spot. So. I, gave, gave. I gave Mitchell Lee a spot. In my defense, I asked Mitchell Lee first. I was like, hey. I don't know if you're like. Jesus Christ, you just insulted me. I was shouldn't be at a strip club. I'm trying to figure out if that's a compliment or an insult. Visually. It's neither. It's just somebody who like, like me, I look like I frequent. Like if I if you found out I frequented a strip club, you would be like, okay, that guy, he I looks mean, like that he's chain, the type. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the chain, the pinky ring. Like I look like I frequent strip clubs. He owns the thing. I mean, but like, 
Mitchell Lee, like if you saw him in the strip club, you're like, oh, which one of his friends is having their birthday today? Like I don't, I could see Mitchell at a strip club. I That's... have never understood strip clubs ever. And that makes All so right. much sense. So obviously you're you're a better judge of character than I am because <laughs> I'm picturing Mitchell there with the anyway. Oh no, you brought this up to tell the story, didn't you? What story? Never mind. <laughs> oh boy, there's a story. I don't oh, even know what he's talking about. The time I got my sister's car towed. Oh no, I did not. Oh, okay. We're we're done making fun of your family. Way to self-report okay. there, Mike. <laughs> and then didn't drop it. I, I, no, I brought it up because I'm still baffled. So I was telling our wonderful producer Nate keeps telling me that I have to watch the marvelous Miss Mabel, Mazel. And so I started, and she does shows in a like or not shows. She ends up emceeing at a strip club, and because she's a woman, they're all just yelling at her to take her clothes off. And I'm like, would you ever have a woman do a show at a strip club? I actually, before I asked Mitchell, I asked a woman, and she told me no. So, <laughs> <laughs> nah, it, I, it was it was. You look uh, like a Plan B. Aww. I mean. <laughs> Think about Mitchell, he Old fits the bill. Though. I just kind of felt bad because I hadn't had a woman. I'd feel awkward having a woman, though, because I don't want, like, a woman to, like, step on stage and, like, them be like, okay, take your clothes off. Yeah, and then, exactly. Like, but, I mean, the amount of money you can make telling jokes spinning upside down naked is, like, preposterous. I do have some bills. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Don't tell Mike about my OnlyFans. I okay one time. <laughs> okay, one time. <laughs> no, one time. So I I I do the tarot cards, okay, right? So. Like I read tarot cards, and one time there was this person who was talking about like w- different ways that you can make money in OnlyFans, and I mentioned because I happen to know somebody who reads tarot cards naked on OnlyFans, and she does very well for herself. So I said that, and then for a while, like this group of people thought I was talking about me, like my friend, oh. but it was me. And now I've I've thought of that that ever since I'm like I could make money reading na- like naked tarot cards. Could you though? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a question of you as a person. <laughs> I just but. anyway I just think it's funny because there's a lot of like I don't know like that idea because when I first heard that you were doing a comedy show at a strip club I immediately thought like when whenever people do comedy shows they want it to be comic after comic, right? They don't want music in the middle or something. So then I was like, isn't that way worse? Like, doesn't that really take them out of the comedy mode? I think the reason why I chose a strip club is, first off, I wanted to do a comedy show at a strip club before I died and check. But, wow, um, you're pretty young to be all done with look, that man, list. I don't know. I can die tomorrow. Um, oh, that's valid. But, like, I also, I also have, like, I know a lot of, like, local rappers. So, like, a lot of, like, rappers from, like, Green Bay, Appleton. I know producers. I know, like, all these people. And it's, like, it's hard for them to get shine. Because no one cares that you rap. Mm-hmm. I think about like a friend of yours. If he came up to you and he's like, "Bro, I started rapping the other day. Wouldn't matter if he's good or not. You're gonna look at him like, come on, not really." <laughs> oh, not me. I'm like, oh, cool. I was just. I have a lot of friends. For Christmas. What? I, I just assume they could be getting ready for Christmas. Rapping. Oh my god. But um. But, um I didn't. You know, that wasn't even low hanging. I was like at somebody else's tree. Right. <laughs> I, I just, I it look, look, I'm a dad joke is not beneath me. Uh, dad jokes actually kill. Son they do. One of my That's favorite, Jim Gaffigan. One of my favorite jokes I've ever heard was uh, right after a dancer got off. He's like, wow, that's the first time I've ever came after a woman as he comes on stage. And I wow. was like, wow. It's so obvious, but it's so good. And like the biggest roar. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. That all of the 12 people that were in there could give. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a large Because it's the first time a man talked about coming to a strip club and didn't get kicked out. Yeah, well, I mean, 
I've mm-hmm. actually I'm I'm friends with a decent amount of like strippers, and like apparently that happens. Like guys are just was like, that a was that a brag? Like, it was. Is he it bragging? Wasn't. He's I, bragging. Just, I went to high school. It's I, just. A I, went high school. <laughs> I went to high school. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. Mitchell, well, can you can you relate on that one? To strip club. How, how so many to, to how many school? strip club friends uh, do you have from high school? Strip club friends. Um, I mean, a guy in my friend group really wanted us to go. And I don't know if they ended up going. I didn't go. Like I have never understood the idea of a strip club. I I I know we've been talking. How are we allowed to get raunchy on the show? Like, <laughs> absolutely. Well, it's just like it's like I don't understand the idea of going to a place where naked women are there, and that's it. Like cool. Like I can go online and find the exact same thing for right. Free. They don't have the commodity they once had. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like who cares? Yeah. I don't know. I kind of like. <laughs> and the whole like idea of like someone being there within like like someone who can like rub my face and be like you're beautiful while they're naked like yeah, yeah but a, i've always been like you gotta pay for buddy. that get a girlfriend buddy <laughs> right that's always my I mean, thought a, it's I think like, just... i'm not dissing sex workers at all i'm making fun of the men who do it hey, <laughs> sex, hey, sex workers work i'm I, I like them yeah but it's like just get a. I think you're just starving for love. Like you just. Oh, Caleb needs a hug. <laughs> well, we gotta wrap up the show anyway. So when we're done, we're gonna give Caleb a hug. You can. Don't Group hug. You don't have to. He's like, no, no. But he'll All take right. the face stroke. He'll take the face stroke. <laughs> Caleb, you're so funny. Oh my god. <laughs> That's what I need in my life. There you go. Tell you... me another joke. <laughs> well, this got really intimate intimate yeah here at the end so we got a little bit weird so do you guys have any social media or any way that we can find you that you want to plug uh i do not have an instagram but uh on twitter you can find me at mitchell underscore f underscore lee who is on twitter me i love twitter why i hate inst well it's a very personal reason why i hate instagram but it's a reason nonetheless Uh, i hate instagram well in high school there was a girl that i really liked and she uh we had plans to like hang out and have a date that day and then she was like, oh, yeah, I can't hang out today. Like something family related came up. And then uh, on Instagram later that night, she just posted like, oh, such a boring day. I wish I had anyone to hang out with. Ow. And I was like, oh. I was like, not only do I hate you, I hate you so much. I'm going to r- rip Instagram out of my life. Wow. And from that point on, Twitter has become that's my, some trauma right there. You don't need that do in you, your life. I, I don't. I and, I love, and I love Twitter. Like Twitter's awesome. Do you have, awesome. do you Twitter, have a faith? Do Twitter you have a never Facebook page because I, nobody's on Twitter. Well, <laughs> I mean, I do have. I barely ever use it, but look up right. Mitchell Lee on Facebook. You'll find me. Uh, it's a very uh, saturated picture of me giving a thumbs up with an open mouth. So nice. <laughs> All right. With the open mouth. What about you, Caleb? What's your Twitter handle? Uh, my Twitter handle is <laughs> Caleb Robertson Nine. I think I, I'm I, pretty sure. I'm, I have. I don't. Right. Check my Nobody Twitter. knows. No, I use Twitter. I just don't look at my own handle. Oh, ever. all right. Um. But uh, Instagram is Caleb underscore TH kid. Um, Facebook, look up Caleb Robertson. YouTube, Caleb Robertson. TikTok. And that's Caleb with a K. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, Caleb with the K. Sorry. Yeah, it's Caleb with the K. That's very. We specific. went through this with Cash Money Carl, too. We had to spell the whole thing out. It was a <laughs> whole. Funny Robertson is S O N. Yeah, S O N, not S I N. Um, and I had one more to plug. Oh, TikTok? TikTok. TikTok. My TikTok is underscore K4 L E 8. Am I. I try to find everyone on TikTok. I don't think I found you yet. I've found a couple of people. Well, speaking of, you can find us at Comedy Connects on TikTok, Twitter, and Facebook. We're not on Twitter. Whatever. Instagram. <laughs> Make one right now. Right now. Wait, Just... we are on Twitter, but there's no actual content. And if you do Twitter, because Twitter is dumb, 
we're at connects comedy right because we got fucked on that one yeah because someone already stole comedy connects but we're at comedy connects on everything else tiktok instagram facebook and youtube i think sometimes when i get bored i might hey some some of those shorts have done pretty well go check them out on youtube yeah and we're also at comedyconnects.com so absolutely all right well thank you guys for being on and talking mm-hmm. about strip clubs and only fans and thanks getting for weird inviting me yeah for all, all you right. out there thank you for listening yeah thanks <laughs>